and you rock your personality and you don't hold back. You are a hundred percent authentically who you are meant to be. And you just don't give a shit what anyone else thinks about you if they don't like you. That's what I believe. A strong and independent woman is something to behold. She pays her own bills, buys her own things, and she doesn't let a man affect her stability or self-confidence. She is a soul-rich woman. Are you ready to be rich doing what you love? Be on purpose and in control of your life again. At For Women Who Love the F Word podcast, we will be openly talking about getting more clients online, getting recognition as the leader and female entrepreneur, and also the F Word, being fabulous, having freedom, and financial independence. It's time to own and love the F Word. Welcome to the show. Today, we have really a very special guest all the way from Boston. She is none other than Sue B. Zimmerman. Now, Sue B. is an insightful social media educator, energetic speaker, in-demand business coach. Her blog is ranked as one of the top 10 social media blogs in 2017 by Social Media Examiner. She's also one of the most popular creative life instructors and has been named by Huffington Post top 50 must-follow women entrepreneurs in 2017. Whether she's taking the stage at an industry conference like Social Media Marketing World or working one-to-one with her clients, Sue B. is expecting driven to help business owners leverage the power of Instagram to meet and exceed their business goals. As a lifelong entrepreneur, Sue B has over 30 years of business experience. With her extensive knowledge of social media, it's Sue B's mission to teach, mentor, and empower others. Hello, Sue. <laughs> hello, Good morning. hello. So it's morning there. Yes, it's, morning. It's 7.30 p.m. here. <laughs> Good. It's dark here. It's dark here. It's, it's getting bright over here. <laughs> Good morning. Well, Sue, so much. Uh, thanks so much for joining us today. Um, we just want to get to know you uh, and share with our audience, of course, about the Instagram uh, tips and stuff. So first question, when do you first know the power of influence? Of influence, I think the power of influence is when other people talk about you so you don't have to talk about yourself. And it's the amplification and broadcast from from other people sharing your knowledge. Mm-hmm. And for when we talk about this, when we discuss about the influence, you know, when you discover Instagram, um, how does it correlate in developing a person's influence? Well, if you're authentic and you share content on Instagram that really is valuable, meaning you educate, empower, or inspire in some way where someone, you know, scrolls through their feed and stops their thumbs from, you know, scrolling and it's a thumb stopping content and they look at it and they and it, and, it, and it changes something in their mind, I think that that's influential. I think that that is opportunistic. I think that that is a way to attract other people that you're meant to be serving. And to your point, growing your business, growing your leads, and growing your sphere of influence. Mm-hmm. And what are some of the common myths that people have about the power of influence? myth um that what you're looking at on instagram is always true because often it's not (laughs) there's a lot of people there's a lot of people that can fake their instagram post anyone can make a picture look enticing appealing um and manipulative so i say don't believe everything that you're looking at but because instagram stories uh in my opinion are where the real authentic energy can exist on Instagram. If the person who you are actually watching in the story matches up to the feed of their Instagram account, I think that that gives you an opportunity to influence in a really big way. 
Mm -hmm. And what is the most typical reason why people fail at being influential on Instagram? Well, when people get other businesses or brands to want to get them to showcase their product or service because they have an audience that is ultimately the same, you can be influential. Um, I'll give you an example. So my 21-year-old daughter, and I'll drop the link in the chat for you, mm -hmm. uh, Lila, Fresh, Fit, and Fearless, she is an influencer. She is a vegan. She lives every day as a vegan, traveling and studying. In, and right now she's in Australia. And because she walks the talk authentically, businesses and brands send her products or pay her to post on Instagram because Lila's following is often the same following that these other brands want to be doing business with. Mm. So Lila will get paid or get free products and often the brands will give her a coupon code and a way to uh, attract them to their business as an influencer does that make sense mm, yes but usually when people want to attract the people uh, you know to instagram but I, there's some obstacles right so what are some of the specific obstacles to gaining influence that you have observed um being 100% authentic <laughs> <laughs> um i mean when you say obstacles, what are you referring to? Like when they're putting together their Instagram account and they're looking at attaining their influence and usually what oh. are some of the roadblocks that is... You know, yeah, get, so you know. I like that question. So um, honestly, it takes time and it takes you know a lot of time to get to the level that someone like Lila has gotten to. It's been over two years of posting in a way that is uh, educational and inspirational mm. and looks, um, it's beautiful to look at. The, the feed is inspiring. And so you've got to be showing up consistently over time in the space that you want to influence. Mm. Um, I know that there's many people that want to make money on Instagram. Like I want to gain, I want a hundred thousand followers so I can get paid to be an influencer. Mm. Well, number one is do not ever, ever, ever buy followers mm. period. Or, you know, people can tell right away if your followers are not real followers. Number two is not every follower is equal it's more important to be attracting the perfect follower who will ultimately buy your product or service or believe you when you endorse another product or service mm. because they like you, they like your brand, they like your business and they trust you. Mm. Right. Mm. Yes. Building the no like trust score is really important. Yeah. It is, but when they're setting, I, but when they're setting up their Instagram feed, um, should they be posting everything into one Instagram account, or should they be separating their accounts? Like, for example, being personal and their cats and their dogs. <laughs> yeah, this is a great question, and I'm going to find my blog post where I explain to people um, the difference between these accounts and why having a business profile is so important if you are here for business. Mm. Um, you, you absolutely need to have a business account and having a business account means that you keep most of your, most, if not all of your personal content off your business account. So if you look at my account, yes. Subi Zimmerman is my personal account, I follow you. right? I, follow you. And <laughs> I, I know you follow me. <laughs> um, and my business account is the Instagram expert. They're, they're very, very different accounts. On my Subi Zimmerman account, it's really getting to know who I am, my, it, my, my core values, um, kind of my comings and goings and what I'm doing in my life. And that's not necessarily interesting to everybody. Mm. Um, so I do have a following there because 
I influence and I'm a speaker and I'm a thought leader, but the real value goes down on my business account where I teach, I teach Instagram tips. I teach strategies. I talk about new updates. And if you're here following me because you want to know more about Instagram, Mm. following the Instagram expert account is, is more beneficial of your time. If, if, you know, if you're not interested in like more of me personally. Mm. So, so with Instagram's changes, specifically with Instagram stories from August, 2016 and the growth of Instagram in that the last hundred million monthly active users occurred in just four short months. Things have really changed on Instagram, meaning there are now three different layers. Mm. There's three different layers in that Mm. you have your beautiful Instagram feed. Mm. You have Instagram stories, which I love. Mm. And I always want to have a rainbow avatar around my face. (laughs) And... And you have Instagram Live. You have opportunities Mm. to really amplify on Instagram. And so I believe that doing more Instagram stories that are valuable, Mm. that align with your business, is more beneficial than posting frequently on Instagram. So, for example, I kind of called you out today. I don't know if you saw it, but... You had posted a picture of me and you talking about this broadcast, which was great. But then you posted something else in your feed after that, and this didn't even occur yet. So the content that you put in your feed, I think, would have been more beneficial in a story until this is over. You didn't really ride, you didn't really ride the reach of your post because you posted on top of this event. Mm-hmm. So when there is an event, and I'll give another example. So I host, I hosted an event here on Cape Cod in Massachusetts for Marie Forleo's B-School. Mm. And we had almost 30 women here. And every single post that I did on my personal account for the past three posts was in the spirit of this event. I created a FOMO, a fear of missing out if you didn't sign up. I let people know what it felt like to be here. I showed delicious lobster roll, and I hardly ever show food on Instagram. But lobster roll roll is indicative, uh, representative of uh, Cape Cod. So now that that event is over... Mm. I posted a photo this morning of me at the beach uh, with a poem all about just, you know, the the meaning of being grateful. And so Instagram Mm. really is a place to uh, personify your stories Mm. and Instagram stories can be the real, raw, authentic, real of the post that you're doing. So for someone like you who, you know, who does a fabulous job at promoting and and broadcasting and sharing who you are in Asia and, and globally now because you go live, we're live here on Facebook. You told me you're, we're live on Twitter. We're live on Periscope. We're live on LinkedIn. OMG, that's a shit ton of places that we're live right now. <laughs> and and um, so you just didn't, waited out in my opinion. So mm-hmm. now there's people with us live. We've got Michelle B, we've got Allison, Deshaun, Wendy, and Che. And it's so great that we've got people in the room, right? Mm. And now what would be really cool is to to direct direct them to your post on Instagram and say, hey, I'm here with you. And you get to connect to all these people after this broadcast on Instagram and that's what we're talking about. So that's pretty cool. Mm. Are you following my logic here? Yes. Writing on stories. I, what I'm hearing right now is that I didn't leverage on writing on the stories because the, it get buried into newsfeed with the singular Instagram post. So when we leverage on stories, it gets, it stays there, right? 
No, no, stories don't stay there. Stories go away in for hours, hours, but it gets seen because it's on the top of our. Yeah, it's at the top. Stories. Okay, let me let, let's back it up so that all the listeners can benefit because mm. I love Instagram stories and I used to love Snapchat. I'm not on Snapchat anymore. Oh, because of Instagram stories. So Instagram stories can help promote or amplify whatever you have going on that is in your Instagram feed. So when I was doing my event here on Cape Cod, the whole weekend, my stories made people feel like they were with me. Mm. I took, I took people with me on my walks. I showed people yoga. I showed people what we were eating. I showed people the other guests and there's like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm with Sue and all these awesome people on the Cape. So stories allow you to do just that, broadcast and amplify. Mm, I understand. And yeah. And so I, in my stories before you and I got on live, I did a story telling people we were going to be live on Facebook and I shared our link or your link in Instagram direct messages to a lot of people who I knew would be interested. And as you can see by the people who are in the room with us right now, these are all people that I invited except for no NNO 13. I have no idea who that is because that's not a name. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And how, how often, because just now you said, um, how the frequency of posting. So what do you recommend is the frequency that people are posting on Instagram? Great question. And I believe that you should post less, not more. If Mm -hmm. you are posting correctly, if you are giving value, if you are educating, inspiring or informing in a way that is awesome, uh, an awesome photo, um, you are literally you know, getting people to stop in their scrolling track and say, oh my God, that is so cool. Mm. You know, I want to know more. I want to read the description. I want to check out who this is. I want to uh, give them a follow. Mm. Um, I want to connect with them. If if you aren't, if you are not um, doing that in your Instagram account, you're missing out. Mm. What are some of the support or resources have you used in order to gain influence on Instagram? Say that again. And I love it. I want you to look at the comments right here um, and see that Deshaun is here in the room because I sent him an Instagram direct message invite. Yeah. So Deshaun says, that's how I'm here by the DM. And uh, Michelle B says, great to hear this. Great tips. We also have comments on Facebook as well. And uh, YouTube and Periscope. So um, people on Facebook are saying that, wow, this is awesome sharing. And um, there were people also saying that appealing to is called Alpha. Alpha, thank you for your comments. And Mimi says, and engage with you. Yeah, they want to learn how to engage more, in fact. Awesome. So they want to learn how to engage more. Where's the best place for me to be dropping links? Is it on Facebook or here in the chat? You can drop the link here because after that, I will put it into the show notes uh, on the website. All right. So let me just for one second, let me just give your um, listeners a little bit of more information. Um, I'm so glad you guys are enjoying this and really appreciate you being here. I do have a free Instagram results for business um, Facebook page where everyone can join if they're interested. I also in that page, I want you to know that there are three training videos Mm. and also a color blocking tutorial for Instagram stories, like how I create awesome graphics for Instagram stories. So just request to join that group. Uh, Wendy, who is here with us, helps me kind of uh, um, with allowing people into that group because there's such an influx of interest. Uh, Huge shout out to Wendy. Also, your listeners, I want you to know if you are interested and love Instagram for business, my Facebook page is a great a place where I share tips, tools, strategies on Facebook. So if you're living on Facebook more than Instagram, know that my Facebook page is amazing. 
Now you mentioned engagement. So mm. I want people to know our most recent blog post was all about engagement and how to engage authentically. Mm. The operative word here is authentically without any automation on Instagram to really build uh, and grow real relationships. And for anyone who is kind of new to Instagram for business, mm. I say, like, are you seven years late to the Instagram party? Um, <laughs> I've got a post for you right here. And I'm going to give you uh, two more links. One is our free Instagram strategy guide that everyone should be downloading that's listening today, listening tomorrow, listening Next year, five years, like this guide is the gold Bible, uh, 20 free pages of content to wow. get you going. Yeah, to get you going. And then um, the last the last link I'll share is if anyone has – oh, uh, let me be fun about this. Hold on, hold on for one second. <laughs> okay. I have all the props. You have all the props? Okay. The props. Okay. So for those of you who are listening in right now, um, I have all the links uh, that will be posted on Soul Rich Woman website. So don't worry about that. And for those of you who are on Facebook, I've posted some of the links within comments section. So do check those links out in the comments section uh, under the video. Yeah. So if you have a hashtag headache... <laughs> I got a cure for you. <laughs> and that link will take you to my handbook, my hashtag handbook, the golden handbook, um, that really is amazing. And it really, it gives you tips for using hashtags the right way. There's a list of 20 to 40 hashtags for, for different industries. And we have bonus tips for generating more specific hashtags for your business niche. So many people have no idea how to do hashtags and they get a headache. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> and you have all the props all prepared. Oh yeah, I got all the props. <laughs> but honestly, I mean, despite having all this knowledge, I mean, when you first started, what, what are some of the hurdles that you personally face on the road to gaining your influence on Instagram now that you are such an expert. But before that, how do you, what are some of the hurdles that you personally face? Uh, yeah, I, I really never had any hurdles because I was always 100% authentic. So I started, uh, you guys might be able to see behind me um, up high there. I started with my store. That's my logo, uh, Subidoo. I know it's backwards, but I had a retail store here on Cape Cod and I used Instagram as a tool, mm -hmm. a tool to bring more traffic into my store and mm. my store, my retail store grew 40% in one summer and all the light bulbs went off for me knowing that I needed to help other business owners have more success mm. and use Instagram in a way that would attract the right buyer, the right customer. I had people coming into my store and saying, oh my God, I want that. I want that hat. I'm like, which one do you want? I got a lot of them. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> oh, I got more of them over here, but I'm just saying. Mm. I sell a lot of hats. <laughs> And then what compelled you to keep trying and then attempting to realize, I mean, do you realize that you actually had to niche in Instagram? Yeah. So what I realized, I like this question. So I thought, oh my God, I know Instagram. I'm going to teach everybody in the world how to use Instagram because everyone needs Instagram. And that's mm. not true. And mm. I realized that my, my sweet spot and my niche is uh, people who are new to Instagram, people who have under a thousand followers, people who are not making money yet. And so I'm not really teaching big brands like Nike and Starbucks and Lexus how to use Instagram. That's not my wheelhouse. My wheelhouse is passionate business owners who want to make a difference in the world, who are heart-centered and really want to leave a legacy. And so as the more you know about who you want to attract, 
the more you can create that kind of content. And if you look at my Instagram post, both on my personal and on my business, you really get a sense of my true personality, right? Mm. And so there's not a disconnect. And I think often there is a disconnect with, with the way people think that they need to do Instagram, the way they copy people like Gary Vaynerchuk um, or other influencers, because if they're doing it that way, then I should do it that way. And I'm like, no, you need to do it your way, um, your way. And, you know, there's aspects of what makes for a great Instagram account. And in my free uh, Facebook group, I actually have three training videos explaining what you need to do with your photos, like the, the commitment to having an Instagram mindset and the right kind of photos to share on Instagram that really emotionally pull people in and mm. make them feel like they're with you, right? So, mm. you know, I'll give you some. I'll give you some quick examples. Yeah, um, sure. I'm going to just hold some of these up for you. Okay. So, you know, I don't know if you can see these. I mean, you guys can be scrolling through. These are business cards. Okay. But I mean, whether it's a an object that aligns with your business, like a certain mug, or whether it is your energy or personality. Um, you know, that people can feel or, you know, here's my hat again and my Instagram sign. Like, you know, these are actual Instagram posts and it makes people feel connected to you or your business or your brand emotionally, right? Mm. That That is the essence of Instagram. It's like, here I am on a yacht with my Instagram cookie and I'm just showing you the water. Um, so it's, it's, it's really, in my opinion, a strong emotional pull and makes people feel like they're literally experiencing what you're posting. Mm. And how important is it to engage emotions? I mean, this is a very important point, I feel, because people are just posting for the sake of posting, like what you said. Yeah. Yeah. So I say, don't post if you, you know. Don't just check it off your to-do list, done and done, Instagram posted. If your Instagram post is not of high value, then don't post. Spend more time engaging and maybe doing Instagram stories. You've got to wait to have the perfect post and the perfect caption and understand who are you talking to? Who are you trying to attract? Because most people are attracting their com competition. Most people are attracting people in their industry, not their customers. Oh, wow. This is a very great point. So tell me something about this that few people ever realize. Yeah, I mean, people use the wrong hashtags. So people, marketers are the perfect example. Mm. Marketers tend to attract marketers and all the marketers are basically competing a lot for the same kind of customer. And they're just all posting the same stuff with the same quotes or the same look or the same feel. And mm. it's all the same old, same old. And they're just all kind of in a circle of marketer likes marketer. And, and it's just, I see it every day. And I'm more, I am more, I am most concerned and most happy when I grow my email list. And mm. so we do that every week. We get about 250 new email opt-ins from Instagram. That's a lot. Wow, that's, that's a, a lot. That's a, that's a free platform. And when you opt-in, like I shared with you all my link to my strategy guide, when you opt-in and download my free strategy guide, we're not selling you anything. We are nurturing that relationship over a period of time with emails that we've crafted so that you get to know me better and I get to know you better. So that when we do have something that we're offering and selling, you will feel more comfortable purchasing it. Mm. But what do you think is holding women? Let's, let's talk about women. Okay, What do you think is holding women back in really putting themselves out there and shining in the position of influence? 
I don't know. Most of the women I hang out with and mentor and teach don't get held back. I, I, I don't know. Maybe confidence. Maybe they don't like their hair or their smile or they have wrinkles or they're they're not comfortable on camera or I mean, there's there's all kinds of issues. I think I think the number one uh, trait that at least I hear over and over again about my sphere of influence is my confidence. I have a lot of confidence to, to, to do well because I've been teaching so long and I've had so many businesses. But if you don't have confidence in what you do, no one's going to really want to be purchasing from you. You've got to be able to say, I charge $500 an hour for a strategy session mm. and I will not get off the phone unless you get the value for that investment. You gotta, you gotta say that with conviction and not like, well, I kind of charge um, five hundred dollars an hour, but I know it's a lot of money, and um, maybe I'll give you a discount. I don't do uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be terrible. <laughs> That's not... okay. When do you, you gotta... say there? Well, you're amazing. When do I say what? When do you saying on the comment section? Oh. Says, wow, you're 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 so amazing. I love her. She's she's one of my coaching clients. Ah, when you mentioned about Sue, when you mentioned about the Instagram mindset, could you please share a little bit more about this? Sure. Anyone that was with me over the weekend knows exactly what I'm talking about. I always look at life as insta as I see the world visually. I see photos and opportunities. I see flowers and the ocean and the lighting and the beauty and little vignettes. Um, everyone in my house was like, oh, my God, your whole house is like an Instagram museum because everything looks like this. Wow. Um, for the most part, I don't know if you can see over there on my shelf, on my mantle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, we can um, see that. But I... I like beauty and I see beauty in everything. And I, I know how important good lighting and I know angles and I know what pulls people at their emotional core. People love looking at beautiful nature. People love, um, being love laughing and seeing things that are entertaining. Um, people love learning. And so, I am able to step outside and I live in beautiful places, um, whether it's in the city of Boston or here on the Cape. So I know that I have the opportunity to always have either a gorgeous skyscraper or a beautiful yacht or, you know, ocean view. And I know that's not true for everybody, but an Instagram mindset is literally uh, looking at life through the lens of, of beauty and attraction to um, visuals that you can tell stories with. Mm. But does it include videos? Because on Instagram, you can post one minute videos as well. Oh yeah, how, I love videos. How, how, would you, how would you use, uh, you know, stories versus an image versus a, a video? I've been doing more videos lately because videos get a lot more views for me than a, a, a post or a photo, uh, especially a boomerang. Um, I have a lot of fun with boomerangs. It's my favorite, favorite app. And mm. so that kind of counts as a video and you can get a lot of views. I've been doing a lot of videos. Um, here's a video of me rollerblading on the Cape, taking people with me, looking at the beauty around me. And, you know, I am rollerblading. So people feel like they're with me skating and I'm showing them Cape Cod, the houses, the flags, the fences. Um, this is where I live in the summer. And people that have never been on the Cape feel like they're with me. So this is a stop and go video that you can do right in Instagram and you get a minute to do the video, which is awesome. And that's the ocean right up the street from me. And I'm having a really good time just hanging out, rollerblading, which is my favorite exercise to do on the Cape. And it was during the daylight. So I saw my shadow and I'm waving my hand with my shadow as I'm skating. And I'm just having a great time. Mm -hmm. And that that is 
a video in Instagram. Mm. Really fun, right? Mm. It's really fun. It's really very fun. In fact, when you earlier mentioned that, you know, when you say people are looking at Gary Vaynerchuk, and because he is one of the key opinion leaders now, people are looking at him and do people say, oh, no, I want to follow him. So how do we actually create our own style and find our own, you know, area of influence? I mean, not even niche, but like the style of the post. Like you mentioned, you know, photos, the strategy and posting, you know, engaging. Yeah, a great question. Yeah, you have to, you have to spend time thinking about your brand and your core values and iconic things about you that make people think of you. So for me, I have a nautical... Cape Cod, New England overtone with the style of how I dress and um, the imagery around me. And it's that's all weaved into uh, my messaging and the way my website looks and my communication. And it's consistent. The mm. problem I see mm. is there's the, the problem I see over and over and over again is the lack of consistency. And I'm so confused. I have no idea what you do. You might be a podcaster, but I'm looking at yoga. Um, you might be a coach, but I'm looking at your baby. Um, mm. Like, I, I have no idea what you do. Like, I get on calls three times a week, 15-minute calls. They're discovery calls. And often people end up purchasing my course, Ready, Set, Graham, from the calls. But often, I am so confused at what I'm looking at. I'm like. I don't know what you do. I have no idea what you do. I see a quote, same one Gary Vaynerchuk had, <laughs> or maybe it's Oprah, or maybe it's Steve Jobs, but is that your brand? Yeah, quotes get a lot of likes. So what? Are they the right quotes for your business? Wow. So I don't care about the likes. I don't care about the followers. I care about the conversions. Let's talk a little bit more about uh, leading engagement, leading to conversions. I love that you said that, you know, is it a quote from Oprah? Is it a quote from Steve Jobs or Gary? And people are just copying outright. So when you talk about that conversion and that engagement, how do you transit or move that engagement across to having 250, you know, leads a week to your email list? Because I authentically engage with any and everyone who actually leaves me an intelligent comment or sends me a comment. (laughs) Yeah. How do you define intelligent comment? Um, When someone says, uh, nice pick, I'm like, yeah, but it's a video. Sorry, but not sorry, you're a bot. Ah, I can spot people who are leaving comments that are just trying to sell me something or to get me to follow them. Often people say, you know, love your energy or I know you'll want to follow me. Come on over and check out. I'm like, how do you know I want to follow you? Like, (laughs) um, so I notice real comments. And if you look at my account Mm -hmm. and you look at my comments, you will see that real people are leaving real comments that have profound meaning with intention. Mm. So there's a lot of people with thousands of likes on their posts. You can pay people in India and China to like photos. You can use third-party apps to like your photos. You can join all kinds of pods to get people to like your photos. So I don't care about likes for the sake of likes. I care about likes for the sake of engagement and comments because obviously with the algorithm, more eyeballs see your post when you get the most engagement as soon as you post. But I really care about the relationships and the people who choose Mm. to opt in to my strategy guide and become a part of my community, whether it's my free community, Instagram results for business, or it's my paid community, Ready, Set, Graham. I nurture those people who are attracted to me and my business and my services. Mm. And how do you encourage people to get started? I mean, to move from 
just posting and getting the followers to really building a relationship because when they're new, like you said, people under 1,000 followers, they are trying to understand what is Instagram. How do you, how do they even get started to build that relationship? It's just comment on other people's content that you like. That's the start. Is like really taking the time scheduling time in your calendar in your day to engage and comment mm-hmm. more than posting if you are just getting started mm-hmm. you can just watch observe like see see what you like mm-hmm. and uh, you earlier you did mention sue that automation you know how people are using scheduling tools can you probably just uh, share a little bit about sure. your opinion on that I think that would be awesome. Yeah, so the yeah. so there's many scheduling tools. My friends over at Later Media have a great tool. Hootsuite has a great tool. I personally love and use Planoly when I travel. So if I go to Singapore to speak at your conference next year, um, I will use Planoly uh, to schedule some posts because it takes so friggin' long to get there. And chances are I'm not going to have Wi-Fi. And I'm going to want to post. So Planoly is my go-to app for that at Planoly. I'll drop the link here so you know what it is. Mm -hmm. And um, really great tool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when you talk about scheduling, because we we want to talk about automation, I think this is a great, great one. Um, For the part where you say that don't just keep like relying on that automation. But when you say still using some form of automation, how do you find a balance between full automation with bots versus, you know, still having some life or authenticity in that, uh, you know, scheduling? I don't, the only scheduling I use is to schedule um, my posts. I don't use any scheduling tool for anything outside of that. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow, that's really cool. And what books are you reading? Um, are you reading any books? I mostly listen to books on podcasts, but a couple books that I like um, are The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday, um, The Lead Machine by Rich Brooks, I like that one a lot. Um, and which one have I been reading? Um, let me, th- I, I, my brain's a little fried. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little tired right now. Um, let me, oh, you know, I always go back. Um, I always go back to book yourself solid. Michael Port's book. Oh. Um, I listen to that. I listen to that frequently. He was my first business coach. What do you like about that that book? I mean, I love that book because that is the book that made me that gave me the mindset to only work with people that are my red velvet rope policy clients that make me feel good and um, don't make me feel like I'm working. So I fired all my clients that I didn't like. Um, and I only work with awesome people like Allison, like Deshaun, like Wendy, mm. um, like, yeah, like Marla, like the people that are showing up here. Um, that's Book Yourself Solid for people that want to see it. Um, yeah. yeah. And how long have you really been on Instagram, Sue? Five years, almost five years. Wow. And it took you five years to get from where you were to where you are now. And uh, would you like to uh, share with our viewers, you know, where where they can develop their potential with you? Is it through the link on the website? I think that, yeah. Well, I think the, the best way for people to... to Contact you. Connect. Well, to contact, to go to my website, but I'm dropping the link right now, is to download this guide. Yeah. The Yep. Okay, I will share the link in the show notes. Yeah, that's my strategy guide. That is the best way to contact me. You can go to my website. My website, subizimmerman.com. You can be there for days if you want to read a lot of, um, you know, information about Instagram. If you're someone looking to fast track and um, 
grab my my course. I can put the link there if you want me to grab my course. Mm -hmm. I also have an amazing YouTube channel that you could be watching me for days and days and days that I'll drop that link um, here as well. I also do a free 15-minute call, as Allison just mentioned. It's on my website, subizimmerman.com as well. So for anyone that wants to do that, I I would love to give your listeners a challenge. Is that okay? Yeah, sure. Okay. So I invite all of you to head on over to Instagram and look at my last post, which is uh, me sharing the new writing tool with the heart. Um, on my cloud post right here. Mm-hmm. And I would love for you guys to come over to at the Instagram expert and comment and say, double tap comment and say, hashtag Subi live so that I know that you guys tuned into me live. I that's, that's my hashtag. Um, because when this broadcast is over, I spend most of my time on Instagram. (laughs) And if you guys want to get my attention, come on over and say Subi live on that post. And I'll know that you were tuning in and listening to me here on this awesome interview. Yay. Okay, Sue, just a couple of rounds of quick fire questions. Uh, Yeah, go for it. Before we hit there. Last part, I think one common question that people are always asking, where do we find out what hashtags do they use to get started? Yeah, I gave you my hashtag handbook and it's really important not to use the popular hashtags that everyone else uses because you'll never get any visibility in those hashtags. It's more important to use the niche hashtags. And the guide that I'm talking about is um, subizimmerman.com slash HH. I dropped the link here yep, for you a, a little bit. Uh, yeah, I mean, that really is for anyone who is struggling with hashtags. Mm, okay, so guys and girls, if you're listening to this right now, uh, I will be dropping up the links on the website, soulrichwoman.com in the show notes on Subi's interview. So don't worry about that. You can go there and grab them. So Sue, when people ask you, what do you do? How do you answer that? I teach business owners how to get more visibility online by teaching visual storytelling through Instagram. What's the first word that comes to mind when I say work? Fun. Family? Love. Entrepreneurship? Fucking hustle. Technology? I know you. Technology, um, empowerment. Influence. Power. Food. Health. Tell us which application or service you're using for travel. Oh, my goodness. I just discovered this great app called Google Trips. Oh, what does it do? Uh, You're going to have to follow my YouTube video. It's going to be in my next um, release. You'll learn all about it. I talk about my top seven apps. Wow. Okay, cool. Uh, Meeting scheduling? Um, Calendly. What piece of tech you can't live without? My iPhone. What do you excel at that people might not realize? Well, that they might not realize. Um, I think I excel at connecting people together, like connecting uh, relationships so that other people can have success through my network. What is something you believe that other people think is insane? Um, I believe that hashtag shit ton is a great word. (laughs) What's your favorite city? Favorite city is Boston, where I live. Awesome. What is the one last thought or piece of advice that uh, you may have missed that you want to share with my audience today? Yeah, I think patience is a virtue and nothing happens overnight. I have been hustling with heart for over 25 years as an entrepreneur. I've had 18 different businesses 
Um, my first million dollar business when, was when I was 22. And um, I've been on QVC. I've had a lot of great success and experiences in my life. But but the true the, the, the true measurement of living your life full on, I believe, is when you are at peace with your stories, your own stories, your character, like who you are and your core values and your ethics, and you rock your personality and you don't hold back. You are 100% authentically who you are meant to be. And you just don't give a shit what anyone else thinks about you if they don't like you. That's what I believe. Wow. That's an awesome piece of advice. Thank you so much, Sue. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so honoured that we are connected and I hope that I can continue to serve you as you build your dreams. And if you love this episode, and I hope that you did, rate it 5 stars. Give us that glowing review because it will help more women around the world finding the Soul Rich Woman podcast. Alone you are strong, together we are unstoppable. Now share this with every woman who needs it because this is how we are changing the world, one woman at a time. As always, get out of your comfort zone and go towards the dreams you've always wanted to achieve. For women who love the F word, being fabulous, having freedom and financial independence. My dear soul rich woman, sending you my love and I'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.